This is the Pirate Radio Podcast. And welcome into the Pirate Radio Podcast. On February 7th, we had a fun 5 o'clock hour of Pirate Radio Live as the guys from the Holton Aylers Show, Holton Aylers and the Walk-Ons, took over the last hour of the show. They took some phone calls and got some very interesting questions from listeners. The wait is over. You guys asked for it. The Holton Aylers Show takeover. Live call-in. If you want to talk to us, if you want to win a sick local politics shirt that we are wearing Right now, call 252-317-1250. We would love to hear from you guys. Hey, we got it the next hour. The walk-ons are here with me. Caden will be here in just a second, but Drew Dotter, Jack Powers, boys, welcome in. Let's do it. Yep, I'm excited. Let's go. So, yeah, uh, the podcast, man, it's been going off to a great start. We released episode five tomorrow with the captain, Shane Carden. Last week, great interview with Ruff. Kind of got the numbers up. Uh, Before that, Stanford Steve, and before that, Harold Varner. So, boys, we've had some cool guests, and we're going to keep them climbing. Starting off hot, uh, definitely more entertaining and kind of easy going on the pod when we get the guests on there than I ever thought it would be. Uh, and it's really cool to learn more about them, just like as a person, not just what we see on Twitter or TV or so on. Yeah, I think it's been fun. You know, our goal when we talked about it was, um, you know, we wanted it to kind of be a laid back, you know, honesty. We've said it multiple times on the show. It's the people's show. Um, you know, we're always going to be honest. Look, we're going to ask the hard questions. Last week we asked Ruff, what was it like being fired? Did he expect it? Um, we asked him, what was it like being on the other side of the sideline as an opponent? So, um, we've kind of experienced it all, and I believe we got Kenny from Blunt's Creek. And if this is Kenny Curlings, it better be. Kenny, what's up? Hey, Holton, it sure is. Been waiting all day, buddy. Let's go. Thanks for calling, man. What's up? Hey, man. Well, to start with, just wanted to congratulate you and the walk-ons uh, uh, on your podcast because I have really enjoyed the uh, conversation and the interviews you've had with uh, the exceptional uh, amazing guests with uh, Stanford Steve, uh, Harold Barnell, and then Ruff last week. I mean, you're knocking it out the ballpark, guys. I appreciate it, man. That's uh, that's the goal of it, man. You know, we wanted it to to kind of bring the show to you guys. And look, I've been behind a podium, you know, my entire career, and I kind of wanted to open up. And we've talked about it um, this whole time, and it's been a blast. So, uh, Kenny, appreciate it, dude. Yeah, it's it's really nice to hear you guys banter back and forth with uh, your stories that <laughs> I'm here at East Carolina and what you got going on. Um, I'll go ahead and start off with this one thing, Holton. Uh, I want you to get on down there to uh, Arlington and uh, win that starting position at quarterback because I'm already looking at my uh, hotels up in D.C. for the June game. Hey, let's go. Yes, sir. Hey, we, we're going to send you a shirt too, Kenny. We appreciate your support. I appreciate your support over the years. Um, obviously, become a great friend of mine and my family's. Uh, so appreciate your support, man, and we'll uh, we'll keep going. I'll definitely win the job, and we'll uh, I'll see you in D.C. Hey, uh, Holton, I got uh, one question for you and, and one for all the guys. All right. Uh, my question is, uh, at any time during your career out there in uh, East Carolina, after a, maybe a great play, good long touchdown pass or run, did you ever catch yourself listening for your dad up there in the PA saying something about you? I think, um, great question, by the way. During, like, after plays, it was tough just because it was so loud. Even the games that weren't packed, like you can ask Jack and Drew, like the stadium still gets loud, but definitely the loudest in our conference. But more times for me is I would always try to hang around. Uh, the team goes in right before my dad announces the starting lineup, and I would always try to hang around, like be the last player in to hear him announce the starting lineup. That was always super special to me. Um, but, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, um, and uh, my question to all guys are, 
if you could rank your uh, top three favorite pro teams in any sport that you follow. Ooh. Yeah, Jack, I'll, I'll go first for that one, uh, Kenny. This is Jack, by the way. I appreciate you hopping on. Um, first, if you've if you've been listening to the podcast, I think you know that the 49ers, uh, especially with Super Bowl week, it'd be wrong for me not to put them at number one. Jack's a bandwagon. Don't yeah. let him trick you. <laughs> uh, being from Northern California, born and raised, uh, the 49ers and Giants have really been my one and two growing up my whole life. Um, and third, uh, I'm not really a huge basketball fan. Uh, I'm from just outside of Sacramento, so I, I think I'd put the Kings, but... Honestly, uh, since I've moved here, I've became a pretty big Canes fan. Uh, really enjoyed hockey, going to the games, um, and now I find myself midweek making dinner and making sure I turn on the games to tune in there. So I'm probably going 49ers 1, San Francisco Giants 2, and I'll go the Carolina Hurricanes 3. Awesome. Heck, yeah. Uh, I'm not really a huge pro guy, but uh, I know I'm a Patriots fan in uh, the NFL. And um, basketball, I just love watching ball. Uh, I don't really have a specific team. Uh, I just love watching great players hoop. And uh, like Jack, I became a kind of Carolina Hurricanes fan myself. It's super fun going to the games and just watching them play. Cool. For sure. Hey, Kenny, thanks for for calling in, man. We're going to send you a shirt. Uh, we'll get Shirley to get your number and all that, and we'll get it to you. All right, man. Well, y'all keep uh, knocking it out of the park. Can't wait to hear change. Appreciate it, man. For sure. Now we got Steven in Buford, South Carolina. Steven, what's up? What's up, fellas? Yo, yo. Is this who I think it is? This is he. This is Bagman. What's up, Legend. People listening, this is Steven Baggett, former East Carolina tight end. Dude, what's up, brother? What's up, guys? Thank you for for having me on the show. Uh, Just wanted to – I had a question for you. What is a conspiracy theory that you believe in? Oh, dude, what a great question. So I am a big believer in Bigfoot. I uh, I saw him in Grimesland in 2017. I got a picture and a video, which we will post on at Holt Ayler Show on X. And uh, yeah, that's Jack, what do you believe in? I don't I don't know. You know, <clears throat> I question the moon landing. <laughs> like the, the first one. I question it. I guess I'd have to go with, like, does Bagman actually have a job and work? Because it seems like midweek at 2 o'clock, he's always <laughs> on Fortnite ready to play. So I'm wondering what his real career is over there. Well, you know, most of us, we start working at 5 o'clock. So I'm lucky to be one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> dude, a boy, Bagman, thanks for calling, brother. We're going to get you a shirt. we got to get you a shirt. So appreciate the support, dude. Thanks, guys. See ya. Next up, we got Mike in Greenville. Mike, what's up? What's up, Holton? How you doing, my man? Good, man. Appreciate you for calling. Through middle school, little league, uh, my oldest played against you, so I, I've, I've been with you for a long time. Uh, it's, a, it's one question with a two-part answer. All right. Uh, once you got to Seattle, what were you most surprised by? Surprised by, wow, this was a lot better than it was, and wow, this was a lot crap thought it would be. Great question. Um, First of all, thanks for calling, like I said. But um, I think the first thing that I noticed for one was like the difference in the NFL is in the superstars. But after the superstars, like the guys that are making 100 million, yeah, obviously they're, you know, top three in the world, top five in the world at what they do. But after that, man, the, you know, 
distance between uh, a starter or a backup or a two and a three really isn't that much. It's just, you know, how the chips fall. Did you have a little bit of luck in your career? Were you drafted early? Uh, where you played college ball? Do you have a relationship with a position coach? But that was kind of the first thing that I noticed was after the superstars, it was more of just an even level playing field. And, you know, you, you had to have a little bit of luck, obviously. Um, so some of those guys that, uh, especially some of those quarterbacks that have stayed in the league for a long time as backups, like you just got to have a lot of luck to do that. What were you most proud of that was really awesome, but it turned out to be crap? Wait, say that again. Sorry, you were breaking up. What was something that you thought was going to be awesome, but it turned out to be crap? <laughs> um, I'll tell you what I thought was going to be crap that it turned out to be better than I thought was just Seattle in general. Um, I the the other part of the question, I don't even know, man. Um, I thought the NFL, everyone puts it on a pedestal kind of, and I thought the NFL was going to be more of a um I'll just say the college is special. Like the locker room and stuff. The locker room was cool in the NFL, but you know, you're you're boys with a guy with a locker next to you and then he gets cut and you never talk to him again, and that's just how it is. And the NFL is so fast paced, you don't have time to slow down and watch people, um, or to really get to know people, and then once you do get to know them, someone's usually gone. So that was probably the biggest eye opener for me. Thanks, Holden. I appreciate you taking the time to answer the questions. Look forward to seeing you this summer and uh, enjoying the podcast. For sure, man. Hey, thanks for calling. Next up, we got Dawn in Falkland. What's up, Dawn? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I just wanted to ask you about fan experience. The fans, how does that affect you all when people are, you know, saying, take them out of the game. That was terrible. It was awful. The, the laces were the wrong way or whatever it was. Um, how does that affect you all? And I'd really love for you all. This is just a comment, but I would love for y'all to have a men's clinic where you take them out there when it's 100 degrees (laughs) and put them through because every time I hear that in the stands, I'm like, okay, let's prove it. Let's get a ball and go down on the field. They open the field. Let's see. Let's see what you got. Maybe you got some eligibility. You never know. Oh, for sure. First of all. I would love for you to do that. Hey, I would love that too. First of all, you're getting a t-shirt because that was a great question, a great little rant there. But um, I think fans, you're always going to be affected by them a little bit. And I'll let these guys answer a little bit too. But uh, at the same time, you should be so locked in that you shouldn't really be on social media, which is where a lot of it goes. Social media is a you know, a good and a bad thing. Obviously, it gives everyone a voice, which is good, but also that's the bad of it too. So, um, hey, I agree with you. Let's, let's have a man's a men's clinic and see who can go out there and throw a football past like 15 yards accurately. And uh, then then they can have a little bit to talk about. What do you think about that, Don? I think it's great. I'm a nurse. I'll be the uh, EMS on the side. I'll be with them. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, what do y'all think about the fans? And everything else. Hey, Don, this is Jack. Um, personally, you know, it, it kind of comes with the territory. <clears throat> Um, I think we all appreciate how passionate our fan base is, and with that comes expectations, which for the most part are rightfully there. You know, like they're paying money to come watch us, they expect to win. So uh, when things aren't going right, um, you know what? Like, do we listen to it? Maybe not. Like, obviously, we're not trying to see that negative stuff all the time, but I understand where they're coming from. I'd rather have a fan with high expectations and, and be ultra passionate about it than a fan that doesn't even come to the games or comment at all. So that's that's my take on it. Drew? Yeah, I think you just got to realize, like, they're fans. Like, it's almost their job. Like, pick you up, 
when you're doing great and, and you know if you're playing bad, you know they're going to get on you. So uh, I think you just got to realize that the only voices that matter are the ones that are in the locker room. And uh, once you do that, uh, you know they're just fans. And then the last third of the walk-ons were like, Caden just got in here. Caden, what do you think? Did you even hear the question? Yeah, the fan experience. Yeah, you go ahead and talk. Yeah, I think the fan experience affects some people <laughs> differently. It's all how you take it. Uh, I was here during the Scotty Moe years, and obviously those were awful years. But I think some people, they'd hear the home fans chirping us, and they would chirp back. So some people affect more than others. But like the guy said, you just got to let that water in the bridge. I'd rather have the fans chirp us. I think the my favorite part about fan experience was me on away games, like being a signaler. Uh, the fans kind of saw me close. So the f- coolest experience I had was probably at Tulane. Uh, I was signaling, and I don't even know if this is part of the question, but I'm going to jump into it. And the guys were like, take the beer, take the beer. So I always like that. So for the fans out there, you know, the Wade teams, they really appreciate the chirps. It's fun. It makes the games more exciting. So think about that when the, the teams are in here next time. Dawn, thank you for calling. Great question. We'll uh, we'll set up that men's clinic soon, and you can help run it. <laughs> Great. I'll be there. Call us if you want to join the show. we got a line open at 317-1250. And Chandler, on the other side of the glass, has a chat question for us. Chandler, let's hear it. Yeah, we do have one in the YouTube chat. Jamie's asking, if all of y'all get thrown into the octagon, <laughs> who's coming out on top? Me. I'm, if, if Jack's got a torn peck. If the peck is healthy, you guys are all in trouble. No way. Is I just it, like octagon with like just fighting just or UFC, it? dude. You know this. I go in the steam room every day and shadow box, and I got that thing that I uh, I attach this thing to my head, and this ball just bounced back and forth, and I hit it like 500 times a day. So yeah, no, I'm good. If it's a fair fight, I'm not gonna last. But Jimmy, why don't you tell us <laughs> instead of asking us? Why don't you tell us who you think's gonna win? How about that? That's what we really need. Uh, There's no the red jersey in the octagon, boys. You guys <laughs> are I, I, I have. I have taken Holton down with a sleeper hold before, so if I get wow. the sleeper hold in, right. I don't remember that. I guess it put me in way too much to sleep because <laughs> I do not remember that. Let's get to Chad in Grimesland, the home of Bigfoot. Chad, what's up? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, congratulations on the podcast. I uh, really enjoyed it. Um, so, my question: I have two questions, one for Holton, one for the guys. So, Holton, what is something that in Greenville, like when you have a new recruit or a transfer coming, like what's the thing that you show them to? Like really give them that essence of Greenville, what you know we're about. Well, the, and then for the guys, like, what is your, like, what's your favorite thing about Greenville about being here? I think um, I'll answer your question first, and I'll kind of get to them. But uh, first thing I would suggest is you got to get them around as many people as you can. I think what sells Greenville in Eastern North Carolina is the people. Um, Jack came from the transfer portal, so he can kind of talk about that. And he's kind of the only one here. He's from California, so him coming into a new environment, he can get a little bit deeper into it. Now, I think you got to take him to Sup Dogs, right? I mean, that's a staple of Greenville. Um, for college, too, I mean, I just think that's a perfect place to kind of show what Greenville is, show the passion there, um, and just the college lifestyle. I mean, I think that's a, a great place to take them. But uh, I would just suggest getting them around as many people as possible. What makes this place special is the people. Jack, what are your... I mean, you can kind of hit on that before answering the rest of their questions. Yeah, I mean, I got into North Carolina on my official visit once it was already dark, uh, but Coach Dow's kind of made an effort to drive me like through the stadium, right by the stadium, and that's initially what will catch your eye. Uh, my brother's referral to it as the Black Pearl, but Dowdy Ficklin <laughs> um, for sure is a, an eye catcher with the new press box and just the stadium. It's not something that I was really expecting. Um, and then me personally... Like, you kind of mentioned sub dogs. I would kind of just mention that community feel you were talking about. Like, 
in the summertime. You go to Sup Dogs, you go to a baseball game right after where it's packed and people are passionate about it. That's what makes this place awesome to me. Drew, what do you think? Heck yeah. Um, I think this really doesn't work for the portal as much as it does for high school, but if you go to any AAC game, there's going to be one stadium that sticks out a lot, and I think it's ECU. Like, the game atmosphere there is so electric and just so fun to be at. And coming out of high school, like, I thought it was great. And, um, that's one of the reasons I chose to come here, too. Yeah, Caden, as a former quarterback, obviously we got two guys out of the portal. What do you think would be something as a quarterback, maybe a transfer quarterback, uh, what do you think? Yeah, I would say coming to a game is where I really saw ECU. I was like, holy cow, I know you transfer portal, you don't <laughs> usually get that. But I would say taking them straight to the stadium because guys like us, we want to play in big stadiums. Uh, we want to make sure we play in front of passionate fans. And I know we, we all th- four kind of said it, but there, there's not a passion match like ECU in the AAC or kind of in the no. G5. It's it's that little, I always tell everyone who doesn't know East Carolina, like when I'm at work or traveling, or tell them I went to school. It's literally a little SEC environment. If you could imagine SEC environment, but on the G5 level, that's East Carolina. And I think that's what sells this school. And I think when you come on a visit and you're with a guy with Holton or a guy on the team that kind of is a captain leader that's taking them out, you want to take them to the staples like a sub dogs. You want to take them to the staples around town because the the people around town recognize these guys. And once they recognize them, you kind of introduce, hey, this is blah, 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 a new big time recruit. And you realize how excited these, this fan base is and how passionate they are for you. That really grabs a hold of them. Cool, man. I appreciate that. that was great answers from everybody. For sure, Chad. Hey, man, thanks for calling. We'll, uh, we'll get you a shirt. We'll get your contact info and get you a, a local politics bud shirt. Oh, awesome. Appreciate it, guys. Y'all continue success. For sure. Thank you. Hey, keep tuning into the podcast, The Holt Naylor Show with the Walk-Ons. Episode 5, boys, has been fast. Drops tomorrow at 12 o'clock on Pirate Radio TV on YouTube. Uh, and then all podcast platforms, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Just look up The Holt Naylor Show. It'll pop right up. Um, and then we got a caller. First of all, we have some lines open. 317-1250. If you want a local politics bud shirt, we're only giving them out to some good callers. Uh, and on the other side, hopefully William from Wrightsville Beach is a good caller. William, what's up? Alton, what's up, buddy? Hey, thanks for calling, man. Yeah, man. Congrats on the show. Uh, you guys have been doing a, a great job. I've uh, listened to every show you've done, and I think it's something that was uh, needed for ECU football. I've really enjoyed it all. But, um, my question for y'all today is that, uh, uh, you know, so much has changed now with the uh, transport, transfer portal and NIL. Uh, my question is, how do you maintain good team chemistry and camaraderie in the locker room with so much roster turnover every year? Great question. I mean, I think that's the the key to success in college football now is that. And, um, you know, I think you got to make it about family atmosphere. It has to, You have to be genuine about it. Players, look – Coach and players have a have a unique relationship. You know, some coaches want to be the father figure. Some coaches want to be the you know big brother figure that leads them, and then some of them want to be a figure that you know can only come and talk to them in serious situations. But there's there's unique um, relationships there with with coaches and players. But you know, I think you got to you got in this age, it has to be about family. It has to be genuine because I mean, guys can sniff out if it's not genuine. If they're just there, if you're a coach and and you know you're just there to get to the next stop and look. East Carolina is a place that, you know, is great and all that, but there is going to be coaches here that are trying to just use it as a stepping stool. And I think it's important to, um, when they are here, to focus on being here. And we talked about it, it's a special place. And if you can create that special environment that some coaches have done here, then, uh, I mean, the sky's the limit for this place. Boys, what do you all think? 
I think it goes back to creating a culture uh, with your program, whether that's good or bad. You know, hopefully you have enough returners coming back in that locker room where the culture is established and those people either fit in or they don't. And if they don't fit in, they're going to get ran out of there, whether it's through just workouts, playing time, stuff like that. So I think you just got to depend on the culture that you've kind of implemented over the years um, and really count on your returners to, to initiate that and bring that in with the new guys. I think one thing we, we, we kind of have to expect, though, in this new era until we get some sort of re- re- regulations for the NIL and everything is we're going to see our top players getting sniped, getting taken by bigger schools because they're going to offer money. And we have to expect some of these bigger players, you know, they're going to be offered money that, you know, once they have an electric year that is life-changing for them. So one thing is, you know, we got to, and it's it's hard to say, is we got to continue to invest in our NIL here as well. But like, we're, don't be shocked if someone gets picked up because a lot of times that's just changing someone's life as well. So that's one thing we got to be aware of as well in the future. Drew, as a guy in the portal right now, um, what are you looking for? I mean, what is that? What do you answer his question? But like in a school, what are you looking for that, you know, the vibe of it and stuff like that? Because you can't, like I said, you can sniff out fake people and fake coaches, but you can also, you know, feel when someone's genuine. Right. You definitely can. Um, I just... Uh, when coaches are like consistently talking to you, like not just saying like football stuff, like they're asking like, how are you? How's your family? Stuff like that. Uh, that speaks volumes to me because like that means like I'm more than just like a number. I'm more than just like a feeling guy. Like they actually care about, you know, like how I'm doing or, you know, how's my family. So that means a lot to me, like when I'm looking at schools and things like that. William, hope we answered your question the right way, man. Appreciate you for calling. Yeah, man. Thank you, guys. Thanks for all you do. Yep. Hey, thanks for keep supporting us, too. Thank you for it, man. Hey, uh, we got Joey on the other line from Greenville. Joey, what's up? What's up, guys? Uh, look, I just wanted to ask you guys just really question, really quickly, a little fun question. All right. I want Drew and Caden's opinion before Holman and Jack Anderson. Hey, there we go. That's awesome. Get the walk-ons involved. So if there was an Oklahoma drill, <laughs> it's me. Oklahoma it's me. Versus Jack. Who oh, oh, okay. I thought oh. you were Caden. Poland versus All right, boys. Jack. Just remember the name of this show. I can fire you at any moment. Go. <laughs> All right, I'll go first. Um, I never played with Jack, right? And Jack has a torn labrum right now, so I don't know if this is Jack. No, I have a torn labrum. Oh, you both have torn. I have a torn. Peg. <laughs> he has a torn peg. Torn peg, torn labrum. This is pre-torn peg. Okay, pre-healthy. Yeah. Okay. This is healthy, healthy. healthy. Both I, I'm taking Holton. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I've seen Holton run dudes over. I've this seen is Holton a, just run through people. This is a whole defensive end. I'm sorry. Exactly. Did you watch? You, you got it. Have you not seen my juke moves, Drew? No. This, this ain't a juke. Drill. There's like, two pads set down. You got to run through somebody. You, you never seen me somebody. run through someone before? Hold on. I'm not I'm not Memphis bigger buddy. than this little I'm, DN. I'm right not here. Memphis, buddy. <laughs> you guys are talking over each other. Let's calm down, guys. Like <laughs> I, I've seen quarterbacks work out. You know, like they. Oh, not, he, he said no. He didn't say. I know, but like, Drew, what's your answer? Drew? When we're bench pressing, y'all are doing like shoulder rotations and stuff, and like, I mean, he's had a torn labrum. <laughs> that's not helping your case. Power comes from the hips. Boy. We that's said healthy. All right. Case. Drew, uh, what's your answer, Drew? Guys, this is Jack. He's Public right. service announcement. The whole Naylor show is looking for a new producer because Drew <laughs> is gone. No, Special episode coming up. Oklahoma drill. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need. We need we need to get healthy and then just 
post it on the whole Ayla show yeah. or whole Ayla show we'll on a special YouTube episode. Jack, how much do you weigh? Two thirty-five. You're at least he packing two sixty at least. No. I do weigh two thirty five. No, I'm saying like that. That doesn't. I've seen this guy run through some people. I'm sorry. I'll I'll have to watch your highlights. It's literally just all Jack takes on pulling guards and has to stalemate them. Like, come on, guys. He caused an uproar. All right, Joey. I want to hear what you think since you're going to cause this. You know what? You know, the thing is, I've seen Jack boom some people. I've seen Holton run over some people. Ah, but if I really give the edge and I said prime. And you guys are healthy. <laughs> Top of your game. Yeah. Uh, I think y'all both go to the hospital with a little concussion. <laughs> hey, but who would win? I guess we, we would both draw. lose. But, uh, impact. I have to give it the whole. And I'm not going to. All right. Yep, Joe. That's how you get a local politics shirt. We're sending you one. Thanks for calling. <laughs> you guys need to do your homework. Jack's pissed. 317-1250. If you want a local politics bud shirt, call in the show and we will answer your questions. I think Chandler has a question in the chat. Chandler, I, what up? Wait, I have a, a couple of questions, but I do have a shout out to you, Holton. Uh, you were talking about Bigfoot earlier. Grimesland Bigfoot on YouTube says... Oh, did he comment? I usually stay in the weeds, but I have to come out to say hey to Holton. I'm a big fan and have been following you since your collie days. And he also says... <laughs> Next time you see him, could you throw him some Jack Link's beef jerky or something? Thanks. So well, I'll tell you this. I, I will now, but Bigfoot, if you're still listening, man, I, I called my friend that uh, lived down the road to tell him to bring a sniper because we were going to snipe you. <laughs> <laughs> so good thing we're uh, we're on good terms now in case I see you in Grimesland again, buddy. All right, I have another question. This one's from Jamie again. He says, how good of a long snapper is Alex Harper? I guess we can ask a punter. Yeah, do we? Yeah, I never caught a snap we from him. I mean, he is on the he is what is it? LS one of East Carolina University. He, so yeah, I mean, is. he's a Greenvillian at heart. Uh, I grew up. If you guys didn't know, me and Alex Harper were on our same flag football team back in the day. My dad, I didn't even know this. My father was the one who suggested playing him playing long snapper when we were playing flag football. I don't we're know both, if that's a we compliment. We also went undefeated. We did. Thanks, Alex. You guys are both No, he was good, slingers. man. He's good. Um, I mean, it's definitely an important position. We've seen in the past with um, all sorts of things in, uh, at ECU. So, uh, yeah, long snapper's an important position. Good question. Anything else, Chandler? I actually just got one in from Aaron, and Aaron asked on YouTube, he says, if you could play alongside any player in ECU history, oh, that's a great who one. would it be? Ooh, well, y'all first. I'm going to have to think about that one. That is a tough one. I would say Chris Johnson, but I feel like Keaton Mitchell was Chris Johnson 2.0. Yeah, for um, sure. <clears throat> I would say a quarterback, but then I wouldn't be – I don't want to have a competition with these guys. I think after last night, I would have loved to have been in a quarterback room with Holton, look at, like uh, protégéing to taking over for Shane yeah. Carden. That would have been cool. Yeah, I know I it didn't happen, but it would be a cool that's like, a great Shane thing. Carden holding over. I wish room. I was in Ben Kurtz position. No, I don't wish, but I think that would have been cool to be in Ben Kurtz's position and then me take over the role once Shane left. Um, that's a great question. Do y'all have any? Yeah, you guys were on the team with him, actually, but I would like uh, to play with Jaquan McMillan. Yeah. If we Jaquan could like, put him guy. on last year's defense, him and Siobhan yeah. at each corner. We'll get Quan on, uh, on an episode soon. Yeah. We got Keaton here soon. Yeah. Speaking of the next episode, while we're talking about it, next episode, first of all, episode five drops tomorrow at 12 o'clock. YouTube, just look up the Holt Naylor show. It's on uh, Pirate Radio TV in Playlist. <laughs> on YouTube, and then any podcast channel, just look up the Holton Ayler Show, and it'll pop up. We have the captain join us, 12 o'clock, it releases. And then next week, boys, Zay Jones, one of the best receivers ever play here, and really one of the best receivers in NCAA history. And then if you 
people combine these two a lot or um, talk about these two a lot. Then the next week, we got Justin Hardy. So uh, we're going to keep these guests rolling. Welcome back in the Holt Naylor Show Takeover. I'm Holt Naylor's with the walk-ons. Hey, we've had some fun. We're having some callers. We have some callers on the other line. But first, I got something serious to talk about, boys. We are still waiting for the local politics bud guy to call in. Tonight, we have 20 minutes left. We have we launched our show 28 days ago. Episode 5 comes out tomorrow. And we have been trying to find this guy since episode 1. And we can't find him. He's, There's local politics, bud. There he is. So if you can get this guy to call in, we don't know what the reward... You, you may, may be able to host the show with us. But uh, we got to get this guy on, boys. We've been hunting for him for a while. We made shirts. Look... Dude, There's you call, local politics, bud. <laughs> exactly. We'll give you two of these things. Uh, boys, we got to get them on. So my question is, eventually, you're going to talk to this guy. Like, what <laughs> What are you going to say when you meet him? I don't There's know. local politics, bud. Yeah, we're going to talk local <laughs> politics. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know if it's actually him or not because he calls in on these aliases. So we don't even know this guy's name. Somewhat fun, someone tagged our show today, at Whole Ailer Show on X, and tag this account that has zero followers and following zero, but it was a dude's name, and it said, I know, like, something like, I know you're the local politics guy, call in today. And I'm like, hold up, is this the guy? Or, like, do we have a hint there? But we are looking for him. 252-317-1250, local politics, but guy, he was, call in. You can call in on the alias. You ain't got to say a real name. He was on to something. He, he almost uncovered the whole conspiracy. He did. That There's some... local politics, bud. <laughs> oh, let's get to Johnny in Haymarket, Virginia. Johnny, what's up? Hey, first of, first of all, congratulations to all of y'all for uh, developing a very entertaining podcast formula. I'm really enjoying it. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate the support. Okay, so my question is for Holton. If you had, in your pirate career, one pass to do over, which one would it be? One pass. I'll tell you, that. honestly, that is a good question, and it's a pass I think about quite a bit. So I know the NC State game my senior year, game one, um, we had a chance to win it at a field goal at the end of the game, and I went in the press conference after, and I said, look, put the blame on me. Um, it's not on Owen. Yes, he missed the kick. Yes, we could have won from that. And look, I look back and think about that kick. We talked about it literally, I think, on the podcast or two episodes ago. But there is a pass in that game that I missed. It was a stutter to Jalen Johnson. The drive that we ended up getting Owen down the field on, or the drive before that, um, I missed a pass to Jalen Johnson that could have put us in scoring territory to give Owen at least two chances to kick that field goal instead of just one. So that's a pass I think about, maybe an underrated one that people wouldn't have thought. I'm sure some people would have thought an interception or something like that. I'm sure I threw some some real bad interceptions in my career that I'm not thinking of at the moment. Caden's geeking because he was there. What one do you think? Yeah, if I could take back at Holt Naylor's pass, I probably your my junior year when since top 15 Cincinnati came in. Oh, pick six. And we were driving down the field and was it Sauce Gardner? Yeah, it was Sauce. But the thing is, dude, and you were in that quarterback meeting the next day is like, that was the read, the receiver. Yeah. But if we could take it back. The and, route was ran wrong. So, I mean, like, the, yeah, take it back, but then the thing is, if I'm putting that situation in, it's still the right read. I gotta throw. I would say Navy also, I threw a pick in overtime, or I threw a pick right before, like we were driving to get a field goal to win the game, and then in, I ended up throwing a pick that made us go into overtime, and we ended up losing, but uh, that state one definitely uh, definitely haunts me. Good question. Okay, well, I got a comment. Um, All right. Your, your last year 
at Tulane, October 8th. You threw a pick in the fourth quarter. Okay. And and after that, you played in 12 games, threw 311 passes, completed 209 of them, 2,409 yards, 15 touchdowns, and you picked up three MVPs without an interception. Until uh, the Green Bay thing, but oh, you had to bring up the next one. <laughs> oh, 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 I got yeah. Hey, I appreciate it, man. You did your research. You were prepared. Uh, I appreciate the support, Johnny. Um, you're definitely going to get a shirt, and, but yeah, I appreciate the call and appreciate the support, dude. We might need to bring Johnny on as a numbers guy. Yeah, Johnny needs to be the numbers guy for the podcast. Yeah, that was incredible. Johnny, you got anything else for us? Uh, I got tons of Ailer stats, but I, I won't. I, I'll save some for later. All right, hey, appreciate you for calling, man. Uh, Shirley, we'll get your contact info. We'll get you a local politics bud shirt. Thanks for the support, man. All right, y'all keep doing what you're doing. Appreciate it for sure. Chandler's got a question in the chat for us. Chandler, hit us with it. Uh, before I do, that is Johnny Robertson. He comments on Pirate Radio Live a lot. We call him Johnny Stats. He is crazy. Johnny with Stats. Dude, he sounded Johnny first stats. of all, he sounded like he was calling from a spaceship. <laughs> Well, now, he always brings the stats. And oh, helps I loved us out it. With the stats I think someone actually brought him up in like our first or second YouTube comments. Someone was like, "Y'all got to get Johnny on the show." You remember that? I think it was like episode one or two. Someone was like, "Y'all got to get Johnny." I think they said he was from Farmville though, for some reason. So the stats no, to consider. But if, no, if you need if you need to look up a stat, you don't have to look it up. You can just call Johnny and he'll have. I need, it for to, get, you. I need to get Johnny's hey, contact. We gotta, oh, we gotta get Johnny, Johnny on speed dial. All right. <laughs> So you do have a question from Tim on YouTube, and he says, Holton, during, during your career, what player did you face that hit you the hardest? Oh, that's a good question. Honestly, um, I'll tell you a good story that two people in the world know. This one isn't going to be as juicy as uh, as last podcast story, but um, Houston in 2021, or... Yeah, 2021 Houston, um, we ran a bootleg, and they had this, like, jacked number zero DN. The dude was just looked like he was roided up. And I threw it and I got late. I got he hit me late. They got a late hit. He got kicked out of the game for targeting. Hit me right in my helmet and I completely went unconscious. And I remember waking up and Avery Jones was hitting my chest and he was like, Holt, Holt, you good? You good? And I was like, yeah, dude. Like he knew what happened. And then by the time the trainers got there, I was like, the game was getting close. We were going on a run. So the trainers got there. They're like, Holt, what's wrong? I was like my back, dude. My back's killing me. And they were like, come on, dude. You can't say that. But I wouldn't tell them it was my head. So I uh, I missed one play after that. And then I went back into the game. Guess what the first call was, boys? Quarterback power. The first one of the season, Donnie dials up. So that was a, that was a fun one. But, yeah, that was probably the hardest I've ever been hit. Next up, we got Charles and Falkland. Charles, can you hear us? Yeah, hear you fine. Thanks, guys. Appreciate what you do. For sure. Hey, thanks for calling in. Let's. Uh, what do you got for us? Uh, well, it's kind of a, a curiosity thing, not statistically oriented. Just wondering, uh, uh, your favorite coach in your career, and it doesn't have. I know they're all kind of in your. You're right. They've got to drive you and, and all that, but could be maybe the funnest, the favorite, whatever coach that was, and what. Yeah, I, I got. I'll answer this first, then we'll kind of go around the table. But I have a lot um, of, of guys I really appreciate, none more than Donnie Kirkpatrick, just for the sole reason. Look, I know ECU fans have a love-hate relationship with him. I think he's a legend here. We've talked about it on the podcast. Um, he's he's won a lot here. Yeah, he didn't have a good year last year, but no one really did on the team. Um, we had some dark days together, though, and sitting in that quarterback room, 
Uh, there was a lot of times when, you know, we were getting crapped on by the media and all the fans didn't want us and were telling us that he should be fired, I should be benched. But, you know, he he always put a smile on my face, always made it enjoyable. So I have to go with Donnie K. Caden, who do you think? Yeah, you said Donnie K. So I'm trying to think maybe outside of Donnie K because Donnie would be a top two for me. I think for me, it's both the quarterback coaches I played under. I would go with Tony Peterson. Tony Peterson, when I first got here, he drove me. He he made me earn everything. He wanted me, he made he made me almost really think about quitting. He made me think about do I really belong here? And I think it was those that relationship of building the strong. Hey, does this kid really want to be here? He's a walk on. We only have so many seats in the quarterback room, and I wanted to prove so bad to him that I could I I do belong here. And then eventually the next year. You know, earning a signaling role, and then obviously working up, you know, third string, second yep. string quarterback for some of the year. You know, he really was like, "Hey, dude, like you belong." Like, I, I don't know. I think that part of the coaches that got me was the coaches that drove me, and really made me work to really earn to show him I earned a spot here. Drew, who is your favorite coach? Man, that's a hard question. Uh, I built a lot of great relationships with coaches that weren't even in my position room, but um. First coach that pops in my head is Steve Ellis. Dude, he's doing a great job the right shark. now too. Yeah, uh, he he was just funny every single day. Like, you know, during fall camp, like it can get rough. You know, you're in meetings every day, but uh, sometimes we wouldn't even watch football. He he would just talk talk about life, and uh, that meant a lot to me. Uh, and I feel like I can text him whenever, and it will always help me out. So uh, I built a great relationship with uh, Coach Ellis. Jack, uh, short answer for ECU. I'm obviously going Coach Dows. I've talked about on the podcast. Great coach, even better man. But in my career, I'm going to go with Timmy Chang, uh, now the head coach at the University of Hawaii. He was a quarterback legend in college football Still at is. the University of Hawaii. Yeah, um, And he's just, like I said, he's the one that actually recruited me to Nevada, uh, gave me a shot, always fought for me. Like No matter what it came to, like this spot's open, there's three guys here. He's always rooting for me. Um, so just a coach that was always in my corner, um, introduced me to like his family, would have me over for dinner and stuff like that. Just a great guy, so... We're going to get him on the pod soon, too. Or not soon, maybe in the summer when he gets some time uh, hanging out in Hawaii. Boys, it freaking flew by, dude. Already got five, only five minutes left. Hey, that was fun. Thank you guys for calling in. Everyone who called in, we're going to hook you up with a local politics shirt. And I believe we have one more caller while we're getting that ready. Local politics guy, if this is not you, and it says it's Lonnie from Florida, we got a Floridian, Floridian calling? Lonnie, what's up? Oh, not a lot. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good, man. Uh, what you got for us? Well, I'm actually from Chesterfield, Virginia. I'm in Florida for the winter. so. Okay, okay. Oh. Hey, you're living, man. <laughs> yeah, old retired life. Heck yeah. Um, question for you. Um, did you ever consider playing baseball at ECU? Did you ever go to Cliff and ask him about it, or did Cliff ever approach you uh, about playing baseball? Great question. Yes, yeah, so... Um, I thought I guess people, I've never really said this on air before. My very first visit to ECU was for baseball, actually. Um, so yeah, uh, Dan Roselle at the time, I believe, who's at Kentucky now, the pitching coach, came. Brian Packard, uh, ECU baseball legend. Uh, all he had a bunch of MLB scouts, college scouts coming in, and I was two or three years younger than him. So pretty much whoever recruited him was recruiting me too. Um, and yeah, I had an offer to play both when Ruff and Cliff were here. And then obviously once Ruff left, um, that was kind of about the same time I decided to play just football too. My passion was in football. I was talking to Jack the other day. I wish I would at least, um, 
you know, I don't really regret anything, but if I could change anything or if I would go back, I definitely would have played at least till my senior year to see if I would have gotten drafted because I was getting some pretty good, uh, pretty good hype back then. I used to be, I was told I was better at baseball than I was at football. So, yeah. Okay, great. You got anything else for us? No, not not currently. I'll be calling in as, as other shows. <laughs> oh, for sure. Hey, thanks, Lonnie, man. Hey, enjoy uh, enjoy Florida. Oh, it's great. 60s and 70s. Hey, yeah, it's cold there in Greenville. Go. So uh, live it up, man. Thanks for calling. Thanks for the support. Uh, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. And Lonnie, if you'll stay on the line for just a moment, I need to get some additional information from you. Okay. <laughs> get that, Lonnie, get it. We're trying to see you some shirts, man. Thank you guys for joining. Uh, what a show. It was a blast. Tomorrow, 12 o'clock, episode five drops with the captain, Shane Carden. Episode five, 12 o'clock, and it is on Pi Radio TV. Just look up the Holt Naylor Show on any podcast platform as well, and we will see you soon. You've been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. 